Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is a motivational one. What? That's right. Do some push-ups. You don't really have to do push-ups. We did yeah, yo- we did no, yoga. We did yoga push-ups. the other day. Okay, I guess yeah. we have to do push-ups. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. We do 100 push-ups. There's nothing I can do. You have to do push-ups, apparently. Yeah. My bad. So after you get those push-ups done, come back. We'll wait. Okay. How many do they have to do? 100? Yeah. All right. It's going to be a while. Yeah, we should just probably... You know what? I'm going to do some abs while they wait. Or All while right. we wait, actually. You do your push-ups, and you listen to this. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by our YouTube page. Ours. Now, I, I hear you, you know, you're saying, Mikey, you keep saying that this episode is brought to you by YouTube. Well, they all are. So deal all with it. All of them. All of them. Because Every one of them. we are doing daily uploads all year for 2017 on YouTube. All year? All year. What is today? Today's, uh, today is the, whatever. Who the fuck cares? Someday We are in the throes of the year And there's no better way To upload daily Than to upload daily (laughs) It's the only way to do it (laughs) Yeah Nobody's gonna do it for you No Do some push-ups And then upload a video That's, That's our motto That's what we're doing But come up with your own motto That's similar to that Yeah Just change a couple words And then you're fine We can't sue you But if you don't change enough words We'll sue you but it's for motivation. So you won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> We're motivating you not to fuck with us. <laughs> so don't do it. No. Uh, yeah. YouTube, Natural Habitat Podcast. And we are also brought to you by you. Winning. I was going to say we're brought to you by you, the listener. And oh, you. Yeah. And all of your winning that you do. And probably the dopest thing that you've done in years is pulled out your phone or device and typed in Natural Habitat Podcast and listened to our show. So thank you. Many thanks. That's fresh. It keeps us going. Like Juicy Fruit. Mm-hmm. The fresh maker. More like, oh, ener- wait, more like Energizer, sense. yeah. <laughs> you mixed up a whole lot of fucking, whole lot of catchphrases there. That's how we do it. But that's all right. So we're here to mix up catchphrases. We're here to get motivational. And we're here to member. And to smoke. And smoke. So let's do all that. I hope you're done with your push-ups. Wipe that sweat off. You look disgusting. Let's get into it. What is up, boys and girls? Thank you for joining us today on the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booya. My name is Jerry. I knew it. I knew it was going to be some sort of weird version of Gary Vaynerchuk. No, it's fucking Jerry. Our old boss guy. Wait a minute. It was me the whole time. Are you trying to say that you've been Jerry this whole time? It was me the whole time. No way. 
Okay. Hold on. Let me let me try to remember. Okay, now I'm going to put in like a like a flashback noise. Then we'll go and we'll put in like a piece of an old episode of me talking to Jerry, okay? All right. All right. Now we're going to come back. You know what? I just had a flashback. Oh, yeah? And I don't remember ever talking to Jerry. I remember talking at Jerry. Yeah. And Jerry usually never responded to me. <clears throat> it's because never heard of it. Imagine that. Holy shit. You have been Jerry this whole time. The whole time. So what it is is you would hop up from your chair, run over here, put on a wig, pretend to be Jerry. Okay. Run back over here. Oh, my God. Jerry, you're back. Look, <laughs> Joey's been trying to tell me that he's... Wait a minute. Where did where did Joey go? Oh, shit, you're back. Okay, so you are Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All this time. What about Greg and Craig? Never heard of them. What about Pat and Nat? Who? What about Rod and Todd? Never heard of them. What about Tim and Jim? Now you're making stuff up. What about Gary and Terry? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jerry, bro. It's Jerry. Was there a Gary with Jerry? No. Gary's today's episode. Jerry came by himself, and it was you. I'm Jerry. I can't believe you've been fucking with me this whole time. And welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. Yeah, now that we got the names, now that we got the names out of the way, (laughs) that always takes longer than it should on our show. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. So, um, last year in uh, the 2016 year, 2016th year after the death of Christ. Oh yeah. We uh, we we decided somewhere like halfway throughout the year we were like, you know what, man. We're really we're feeling really positive, like our lives are full of like these these positive feelings. We've gone through all this shit, got through it. Now we're like trying to better ourselves, try to be better people, try to be you know cooler with everyone. And we're like, man, we should do motivational shit. We should like do more motivational moments, is what we call them. And we'll just try to play something short and motivational on every single podcast. That lasted what three episodes? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have so much shit going on all the time; it's hard yeah, to like keep it, it going. But no, but we remembered it randomly all the time. So like, yeah, it always we, popped in. Yeah, we would always do something, and we probably didn't do it enough. But um, I don't know. It's a new, it's a new year, and we're super motivated. Yeah, the new year kind of motivated us to motivate you. Yeah, more than anything else, <laughs> motivated us to motivate ourselves. Yeah. Really, because, you know, we're at that point. We're, we've come to the magical point in life where all of a sudden you realize that you don't have that much time <laughs> yeah. as you thought and you want to get some shit done. And you got plenty of time to do it. Might as well do it now. And that's where we're at. So we're like, you know, um, how else? can we stay in this mindset you know and that's that's the hard part really is like it's easy to get motivated right it's easy to like it's easy it's easy to find something that motivates you that interests you as long as there's some type of end game or like some type of incentive to yeah. make you want to do that shit like a monetary gain or some type of fucking pleasure from it but really you know, it's hard to want to do that shit every single fucking day, no days yeah. off. And and that's where we're trying to we're trying to get not only get into this mindset, but stay in this mindset and and people like Gary can <laughs> can help us do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh we've talked about 
what Dam Dada's page and his DDP yoga and how he's doing such great shit and that was really motivational and here we are the next episode talking about some more motivational shit and I think it's because it's contagious you know like it's really it's contagious because it's a good thing when it's not somebody that's full of shit selling you some fucking snake oil exactly you know like when it's some real shit you can appreciate it for what it is and you could kind of like take lessons learned from it and and take shit and directly apply it to your life you know so it's really cool that we find somebody like this guy and and it's really cool that this guy even takes the time to do this shit because most most people in a position like him that that get all this money that do all these things and have have this amount of success kind of like keep it to themselves because you know you already have enough competition in life as it is in the higher up you go the more competitive it is and so on and so forth and then you know to just give shit away for free all the time is like it shows that, you know, he really cares about getting other people to be motivated as well and take it serious, you know. And and what what was what's funny is um, we just saw he our fucking hashtag yoga and it and you know, we used to use that as like kind of like a motivational tool, but also it's like a joke and everything, you know, like playing off a of YOLO or whatever. But uh it's real. It's true. It's a, it's a real thing. It you only get one itself. life. And I think that's why we changed it in the first place is because nobody takes YOLO serious because it's YOLO. And it like it hits the earwhack. You know what I mean? But if you just switch it up, yoga, you only get one life. You get the same thing out of it. And yeah. I liked what you were saying about how it's really easy to get motivated, but it's really hard to stay motivated. Like yeah. that couldn't be a truer fucking statement because – there's all these little things like it's like micro motivation. Like if you scroll through your Facebook, you'll see a nice video of some guy giving his shirt to a homeless guy. And you're like, man, that's really cool. That made me feel good. That made me want to do something good for people. And then you keep scrolling. Then you keep scrolling and you move on to the next thing. And you're like, oh, man, that's and you crazy. Forget all about it. Yeah. That makes me want a pair of Jinko pants. I haven't had any for years. And then you keep scrolling <laughs> and you don't help anybody and you don't buy any pants. And like, that's just it. Yeah, you're down the member berry nostalgia trail and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it is, it's a lot harder to stay motivated. And that's what we're going to try to do this year. Yeah. I mean, um, I've never done anything to this extreme before. Like, I've tried it. I released music, one song a week, every week for a long time. Yeah. Like six months or some shit before. Yeah, I remember that. That, that was cool, you know? And, <laughs> and, um, it taught me some stuff, you know? taught me what to do and what not to do for next time and you know so that was cool but i've never i've never tried to do anything like every single day you know like i always even even i i'm not very uh how you say it i i'm not I, i'm not very uh particular about <laughs> the way i do my music either you know like i kind of like just do it when i want to do it and i don't force myself to do it more like i should you know like and that's another problem or you know, the thing that I'm going to have to work on yeah. this year is like some, some things like music is a really hard thing to do every day. It's a super creative process when you're, when you're writing music, it's a, it's, it's not something that you want to force, you know, it's something that you want to get right. So like for me, it's easy for me to just write a little bit and then stop if I like, come into a block or something or whatever and then just pick up later and and it usually works out for the best you know and and uh 
trying to force it. I've never really been one to try to do that because yeah, you know, but now I'm looking at it like, well, maybe I should. Anyways. Yeah. I've never been one to do that either, but I've heard like a lot of, a lot of songwriters and a lot of comedians say like in interviews that the most important thing is to write when you don't feel like you want to write because like if you don't feel like you have anything in you or that you're not coming up with anything, then you need to sit down for like two hours and just write. And even if you write stuff that is never going to be seen by anybody but you for a couple pages and kind of like get that shit out, you're kind of, you're mining that, you're getting the diamond out of that coal to where if you push through, then you almost always get that great bit or that great verse or just something that was hidden in there that you just had to work out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I've been thinking about the same thing, about like approaching it differently. And it really is all about listening to other people's stories and how they did shit. Like you can learn a lot from other human beings. Yeah, it's true. Especially when they're honest. So let's, let's try some. We got a, uh, this dude's name is Gary Vaynerchuk. And you got any information on this guy? You don't need it. All you need to do is just hear him. Okay, well, here it is. This is uh, the video just, that we found. Just him. Hashtag yeah. Yogle. Look him up yourself, and um, you can find out all his deets, but you'll see why right now. Because when you see regret in a man's eyes, it's fucking painful. Because you, have, you can't do shit about it. When you're 90, and you're not mobile, and you're tired, and it's over, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't build that company you wanted. You can't spend that time with your kid. It's regret. And it fucking drives the shit out of me. No, look, I think failure has to be quantified. If you fail that you never can get up from it again, you know, that's not a good failure. I think, I think failure and adversity are the two things I think about. For me, as an entrepreneur, and very entrepreneurial, and always in my own stuff, all the failures along the way, even going back to like the baseball card show when I was 13 and I paid $400 for a table and nobody showed up to that baseball card show, that was a learning lesson. Those micro failures were super, super important. I think, you know, it depends on your stomach, right? Like if you, if you really fail, like go out of business, I think people take one of two ways, right? They're like just finished and they're never able to get off the mat and they go in a different direction. So to me, I think quantifying the failure is important to me. They gotta change, you gotta evolve. Like Madonna did it right. She reinvented herself 14 times. That's why she had a long career. You know, like you've gotta reinvent yourself. You know, so I, let's talk about sports. When you're the best athlete and you're like the guy and you're like one of the top 15 players, Draymond Green, he's my buddy. Draymond really worked on his game yeah. every off season. You know, uh, Ricky Rubio, the flashy point guard from uh, Minnesota, if he developed his outside shot, he would have been a much bigger player. He had all the passing skills, the quickness, he's got everything. If, instead of going to Ibiza and fucking chicks in the off season, he worked on his 18 foot jumper, he'd be in the game. If you have ambition, your actions have to match that. And too many people are just like, not putting in the work, their mouth is way ahead of their fucking you know, actions. Like, really? You're gonna be the greatest NBA player of all time? Why, because you think you got a little handle on the weekends? You need to shoot 15,000 free throws before <laughs> school every day.
what did you do from Friday 5 p.m. until Monday 7 a.m.? I'm just curious, like, and I don't think you shouldn't have a weekend, but I think everybody's ambition actually is more predicated on their actions than their words. My friends tell me all the time they're so ambitious, and I'm like, if that's true, then you punt leisure, and you punt concerts at Jones Beach, and you work. I realize what's going on here, one life. I realize that I'm living like this is our only at bat and most of you aren't. People fucking walking around here like they're coming back. Huh. People fucking walking around here like they're coming back. You're not coming back. Well listen, I don't want to impose my beliefs on others. Maybe you need to come back. I believe you come back, you come back as a tree or a flower pot or D-Rock sneakers. And that blows compared to being a human. And so I'm acting that way. I'm acting that way. That's dope. And that's real. You know, like, I don't know, he really uh, kind of like helps you think about it, you know? Like, a lot of us, I'm guilty, you're guilty, everybody's, everybody's guilty of what he said right now. Yeah. About the thinking you have ambition when you really don't. You know, and like, and and it's so true for so many people. We see it every day, and we've been a victim of it ourselves. You know, well, not a victim, just we've partaken in it ourselves as well. And and you know, it's just a, it's a human condition. Like we were talking about before about how it's easy to procrastinate, and it's easy to say that that you want to do something, and that because you want it so bad, it's just going to happen, and that you know, and and you think that. Things are just going to happen because they're going to happen and, and you don't really put in the work to make it happen or like try to try to do it, you know, and and that's a crazy thing that most of us probably never realized was so common, you know, like everybody has goals and aspirations and dreams and hopes and wants and fucking things like that, but nobody does anything about them, you know, everybody just like will do a little bit like I know so many people who have like uh, made music for so many years, you know, and never try to do anything beyond um, just hope that somebody's going to find them one day and they're going to be famous, you know. And, yeah, that everything and, and, will work out. Yeah, you know, and and it's just hard to like, it's hard to understand why they didn't do more or like, you know, it's hard to understand why we don't even do more, you know? And, and, and I'm sure that's a super common thing. And, and a lot of people go throughout life without even trying that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least these guys tried some stuff, you know, but, um, a lot of people just never even tried at all. Just a, a fear of even trying. So it's so crazy to like try to quantify people's decisions and what makes them think the way they think, but when guys like this guy come and he tells you it's okay to just do it, just try it, just do it. And then even if you fail, so what? Everybody fails. It's all good. Keep failing. Do what you got to do until you make it, you know? And, and that's real shit. Like that's, that's the type of shit that most of the time you only learn from experience. You can't gain these type of things by somebody just telling you a lot of times you know most of the time nobody's gonna tell you these things because they had to go through it and they're like fuck it 
there's nothing I could tell you. You got to learn for yourself. You know what I mean? And that's a super common thing. And it shouldn't be. It should, you know, people should be able to take notes from somebody like this guy and really like apply it to themselves. He's, he's, um, helping us relate to things on a, on a human scale. You know what I mean? Like on a, on a natural level. Like he's helping us relate to internal feelings that we've all had. Yeah. And that's really, that's what it all is. Like you said, if you, if you want something, the world's not going to give it to you. You have to go out and work for it. And you have to like, you have to give up leisure time and you have to give up, you know, these parties and whatever anybody else is doing, because that's not going to help further what you're trying to do with your life. And that's what, uh, you know, before I even saw any of this dude's videos, that's what we decided to do with the YouTube is it's almost like a challenge to ourselves to do one upload every day for the whole year on top of all of our regularly scheduled shit. And, you know, it's uh, if we could do it, anybody could do it because we fucking get high and play video games all day. We're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not special yeah, but, at all. But, I didn't graduate high school. Like, <laughs> all you have to do... We're just applying something, right? Like, we're, yeah. we're doing that shit, too. Like, look it. We're fucking... We're getting up, and we're making podcasts every day and uploading something every day. And we're playing video games all day. <laughs> yeah. And you work... And fucking... And everything else. And we have relationships, and we have fucking family and problems just like everybody else. And we fucking make music, and we do fucking, you know, all these other things. So it's like... It's like you could do it in it. Just because you're doing other shit, don't mean you can't do it. Yeah. Whatever you want to do too. All I took was a couple hours of my YouTube time that I usually spend scrolling through YouTube watching videos, and I spend that time working on the podcast and uploading my own shit on YouTube, becoming a content provider. Yeah. And cool. then also watching YouTube later. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real. Uh huh. All right. Uh, I got some more videos from this guy. All right. I'm feeling. I need some more motivation. Well, here it is. I like challenges. You know, one of the reasons I love being a Jets fan is that they lose a lot. And and I'm much more into the journey. Um, I look at challenges as the narratives of my career. I, I, you know, whether this is egotistical or a nice thing, I'm not quite sure, but I do think of things in the body of my work. You know, the book will be very boring if everything's easy. You know, you need the arc. And so when I see challenges, you know, I don't think that you get to have the luxuries that come along with being a leader or CEO or a founder. If I want this, if I want the attention, if I want the fruits of the things that come along with it, I have to be respectful that the challenges come along with it. So when they, when they come to me, I really kind of, you know, I'll paint you a picture. I genuinely love the scene in the movie, the cliche scene where the person gets punched in the mouth, you know, turns, blood comes out, spits out his tooth, and then looks back at the other person like, now what? That's how I think about challenges. I weirdly want, I almost weird, can I get weird with you for yeah, a second? I even think sometimes I fabricate <laughs> yeah, you challenges get weird with me. Yeah. because I enjoy that more than the easy sailing. And so um, I think any true purebred entrepreneur has the stomach for challenges. And so for me, it's just part of the equation. Dope. Which is true. Yep. Which is true because like, we accept challenges on a daily basis and just 
it's what you overcome, right? It's what you, it, it, adversity is always what you make it through. Yeah, makes you makes stronger, you. teaches you things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All that's good. And uh, it reminds me of, I watched uh, Andy Richter's Christmas special, and he had this whole like like meaning of Christmas speech at the end. And it was a story about uh, this boy who was born with, uh, he was born with no legs, so he had prosthetic legs. And then one day he was uh, on his way home from school, and some bullies beat him up and took his prosthetic legs. And he was rolling around in the snow. Wolves came, and they ripped off his arms. And he ended up hobbling and rolling his bloody corpse back to his house. And his parents brought him in and they put him in the tub and like hot water to try to keep him from getting hypothermia. And their tap water's like caught on fire because of extensive fracking in their area. So tap water on fire, whole family dies on Christmas. And it just reminds you that no matter what, there's always somebody out there that's worse off than you are. And you might have these ups and downs and these horrible times in your life, but you'll always make it through. And you still have all your limbs. <laughs> Is that like a Lieutenant Dan thing? Yeah, it's like a Lieutenant Dan story. That was the that was the greatest New Year's Eve meme that I saw all year was just a picture of Lieutenant Dan at the bar with confetti all in his hair and shit. In the scene where he's there with the bitches with Forrest and he's just yeah. all sad and depressed. Yeah. It's kind of looking off into the distance. Blank face. <laughs> Good <laughs> times. Lieutenant Diane. All right. Let's see what else this guy's got to say. Let's see. Doing well. Say hello to Gary V. and what are your thoughts so far? Hey, hello. Joe. What did the last girl say on the radio show? Because we can hear it on, my, on the... The last call-in from Joe was, I was driving and Gary was making me super uncomfortable because he was saying... Stop complaining, but I love complaining and I live my life complaining. And it just hit me. Joe, I love you so much. You, you don't understand. This is the biggest thing for me. Like, I've already made my thing. I'm gonna buy the New York Jets and it'll be a movie and it's gonna be great. <laughs> at, 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 this, at this point, Joe, this, this phone call means the world to me. You have to understand why this matters. If you actually believe what you just said, if this is not a fleeting moment of the energy of this show and you're able to maintain that feeling, you cannot imagine how much better your life is gonna be. It's easy to complain. Complaining is the easy way out. Negativity is the easy way out. You're lucky if you're gorgeous, but if you break up, break, if you eat like crap and don't take care of yourself and do drugs and drink alcohol, you'll not look gorgeous. You're lucky if you're six foot 11 and can sprint like, like you know, a gazelle, but if you don't work on your craft and you, you work on your outside jumper, if you don't work on your intensity and your endurance, you won't be an NBA player. So yes, I got lucky that I can win the game of life and entrepreneurship, but I put in the work for the last 25 years minimally, and maybe even longer, to be the best version of myself at this thing. That's crazy. Yeah. He reminds me of like, hard work. It's crazy that he's been doing it for 25 years. And I can imagine like all the ups and downs that he'd been through. And at like, there was probably a good chunk of his life where people were like, look, dude, you're a joke. And you are, you just talk out your ass like all the time. You're just like Bo Berry. 
blah, 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 blah. And fucking. (laughs) (laughs) And then he actually like turned around and did something. You know what I mean? This dude's the shit now. So. Miracles happen. Yep. Miracles happen. It's true. See what else we got. Gary. Nice to meet you. How are you? Hey. How are you, brother? All right. So we'll start off with that first question. Should people make New Year's resolutions? People should make New Year's resolutions if they're actually watching this video on January 1st. If they're watching it on December 23rd, they should make December 23rd resolutions. <clears throat> Waiting miraculously to when the calendar flips to start making your life better is silly at best and pisses me off at worst. And nice. so whenever you're watching this, because it lives on the internet, and thus that means you could watch this on June 17th, 2017, make a resolution every day of your life because you only get one at bat. The reason people struggle with having a New Year's resolution and sticking to it is because it was a tactic to do a New Year's resolution. Hence why my first answer was right, which is when you actually decide to make a change in your life, whether about weight or job or going out with somebody or relationships, that's when you actually pull it off. It's religion, not tactics. Awesome, cool, that's all we need. Great, amazing, you got it. They were like, uh, okay, Gary, we just want you to go ahead and sit down and just <laughs> just say a couple motivational things. You know and what he's I mean? Like, Boom. So what do you think about New Year's resolutions? And he just fucking blows up on him. He fucking bitch slaps you the truth. Yeah, I agree with that. If you fucking want to make a New Year's resolution, then do it the week before when you decide that that's going to be your New Year's resolution or any time of the year. It's never a bad time to better yourself. Well, what he's saying is if you have a resolution... Do it that day. Yeah, do it. He's like, if yeah, you, do have, it when if you, you have an idea to do it today, then start it today. Yeah, because that's know? when you're going to do it because you're in that mind frame. Exactly. And he's, he's right. There's no point. That's, we're, we're feeling it. Mm-hmm. And, and we feel bad that we waited so long, you know? And, and it is what it is, man. Life, you live and you learn. And you hope that you live and you hope that you learn. Yeah. And everybody's always got lessons. We got lessons. I still got tons of shit I got to learn. And it's <laughs> funny because, like, I don't even know how to read. I, I, I bring this up a lot. You don't? <laughs> <laughs> I bring this up a lot. But, like, I think about when I was 20 and how, like, I would look back at when I was, you know, 15 and I'd be like, I fucking thought I had it all figured out when I was 15, but now I got it all figured out and now I know what life's all about. And then now that I'm 30, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, 20-year-old Mikey? <laughs> you don't know shit. And I don't know shit now either. Yeah. So in another 10 years, I'm going to be like, wow, you fucking thought you had it all figured out, but I'm way smarter than you. And then 10 years later, I'm going to be like, you dumbass. Yeah, it's that way. It should be. Hopefully. We, sh- we shouldn't wait a decade. Though. Yeah. It should be like. <laughs> hopefully, every- hopefully next time I'll be like, you did it. You did good, kid. Yeah, well, that'll never happen. And and, and that's part of it is like we're never going to be truly satisfied because that as well is part of the human condition. That's what. You know, when you have a hunger for more every day, it's, it's, it's every day. It's not, it's not like, okay, there's never a settle point, really, probably. You know, it's like, why not just keep reaching, you know? Yeah. So, uh, is this dude going to buy the Jets for real? <laughs> um, hopefully that'd be cool. Let's he would be, a, he would be a dope owner in the league, that's for sure, because a lot of owners are bitch and they just go with the fucking NFL policy and whatever, whatever. But he would probably be a super cool owner, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure that they would make money. He would probably get good players and fucking new staff and shit and make some shit happen. But aside from that, he would make good ownership decisions. 
as well and as far as like things in the league you know because once you're when you're an owner you're a, a stake in the fucking nfl you know like you you have say over other teams as well as your own because you're all in it together yeah you know so it's it's uh he could help with the atmosphere a little bit you know yeah that'd be dope so yeah, uh you this, should see look it up right now this is the same guy that uh that made the video about how we just watched it the other day and he was talking about no matter what no matter what it is in your life that you love or that you're passionate about you can monetize it yeah and uh that's that's how like he gives all of his stuff away for free when you're saying smurf it up yeah that's right smurf it up if you're into the smurfs smurf it up uh can he achieve his goal to buy the new york jets is Gary Vaynerchuk for real? Fortune.com. <laughs> so uh, I actually have this video here. This is the reason why he puts all of his stuff out for free. By the way, the only reason I give away all my shit for free, and you know this is how I roll. Yeah. You benefited from it. Yeah. It's because I know there's only a couple of you. That are going to do it. Bingo. Right. Dude. I know we're going to rant that. And I don't know what kind of guess you And can. it's, guys, it's execution. Right. Like, guys, it's, ready, ready? It's a good idea to be Ben Affleck, right? And, and what's the other, Matt Damon? And write a great script and make a movie called Goodwill Hunting, become famous, famous, bang chicks, make lots of money and have a great life. That's a good idea. Good, now go do it. Exactly. Like, I mean, gee, when are we gonna understand that entrepreneurship is a skill? Boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. All you gotta know, all you gotta do is go do it. And that's what this year is all about. We're becoming full-fledged entrepreneurs. He, I'm quitting. He also my job. says though, in the same thing, he says, um, not everybody's cut out for this shit. Yeah. True. He says, you know, he says, be real. He says it's like, it's not for everybody, but you don't know until you go try it, you know? And and just the fact of doing it and failing or succeeding and failing and failing and failing or whatever you know like whatever you got to do you do it until you realize that you could eventually get it done or it maybe it's not for you but you do it you know and that's the hard part um that's the always the scary part too it's like think about trying to invest your money into something that's an unsure thing you know, like, think about that. What is that? How does that make you feel with being somebody who doesn't have a lot of income? You know, like, if you have a piece of money that you're going to invest in something, you kind of want to make sure it's a for sure motherfucking thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, it's going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. And lessons are learned every day. But tough lessons like that are the type of uh, lessons that make or break somebody, you know? So, I mean, like, you got to... Uh, you got it. Sometimes you just got to do some shit, you know, and he's right. You got, you never know until you try, you know, and, and all the, all the shots you don't shoot, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and all those other fucking catchphrases, you know what I mean? And, and it's all real shit though, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. He's, he's got a huge point. Here, I got one more. What you got? I'm in the cubicle at um, a marketing manager for Crest Toothpaste, yes. and I'm like sick of it. Yes. And I want to break out. The first thing out. you should do is you shouldn't have fucking watched House of Cards this entire fucking Saturday. That's the first thing you should do. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, you can make twenty thousand a year and not be complaining. 
So this is not about how much success you've had. This is complaining. This is, oh, woe is me. I'm in this cubicle. You're complaining to yourself. And even worse, and I know you guys, you're complaining to others. If you are complaining, the first thing that has to happen is the elimination of Madden, the softball team, you know, house of cards, leisure. Leisure is what you give up to have the audacity to build your life that you want. So if you didn't watch House of Cards for 13 hours this weekend, it would have given you 13 hours to map out what you're gonna do to get out of that job at Crest. I'm in the cube. Boom, son. Yeah. That's dope. It's so hard. It's so hard to like accept. But it's true. And it's like. Yeah, when somebody's that right, you know, and he said it. Fuck, I know, right? You're like, right. (laughs) And he said it before. He said it before, like, he's not saying that you shouldn't have a weekend or that you shouldn't watch House of Cards or that you shouldn't fucking do any of these things. It's the overdoing of them. It's that, it's like binge watching a whole, you don't have to watch a whole season of a fucking TV show in one day. You know what I mean? You could watch two episodes and then walk away from it and then still have 11 hours of your 13 hours left. Yeah, it's like, what do you want to do? You want to fucking waste your day yeah you waste your life away and then you complain about how your life isn't going anywhere and you really are the only one that can fucking save you and get you out of that hole so now i'm motivated i'm already making excuses for myself me too but i am more (laughs) i'm more motivated now than i was at the beginning of the episode yeah for sure and in my head i'm like you know i'm only i'm only binge watching stuff because i need uh info for the podcast you know and i'm like i'm like trying to make it okay but really it isn't because you know we could be podcasting we could be making some shit we make a lot of content the more we make is like you know more better chances of fucking um monetizing it or whatever you know and and he's right you know but fuck you gotta have like you gotta have some type of fucking crack. You know what I'm saying? We gotta have some type of juice. Yeah, it's like, what is he on? He's gotta be on like Alpha Brain and like he's a whole bunch steroids. of fucking supplements and shit. <laughs> They're Cause all when you see steroids. him talking, he's like, look, look, look at me, look at this, look, look at me, ah, look at this, listen to this, listen yeah, to this. Yeah, 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 look at <laughs> Hey. I didn't wanna uh, talk about it, but that's what's happening. <laughs> They're all on steroids, I know it. That's what it is. When you get over 50, you go to the doctor and you, they put you on steroids. They're like, check this out. And you're like, oh. you're, you're low T, bro. That yep. means you need more testosterone. More you tea. Got, you got to juice it up. And then you're like, okay, where we go? Where we go? Where we go? Where are we going? All right. Listen okay. to this. Right. Listen to this. Right. I got a plan. Look at it. All you got to do is do it. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he's right, though. And you, and it's funny that we're joking about it, but it's so real. And it's so right. And it affected us because we're yeah. talking about them the But whole you need that energy. Like, when you're trying to change someone's life, you can't be like, yeah, yeah. you can't be like, yeah, man. So all you yeah. got to do is just, you know, turn your life around. And well, that, just, that's what we sound like. <laughs> I know it is. We're really bad. We're really bad. Stoner version, you know, uh-huh. but, but it is what it is. We're real too. Everybody, there's a lot of people out there that smoke weed every day. So whatever, motherfucker. But, yeah. But we're not, uh, we're not motivational speakers. It's not what we but, do. He is. You know, I'm jealous of the juice for sure. I'm jealous of the energy. I I have it like lightweight, you know. I just need to apply it in a better way. You have it, you know. We just need to like, you know, use it. But I think that I, we're I think I, we're doing good, it. man. I think we're doing good. Yeah, we're we're doing all right. Play the last one, the the Uber one. Which one? The three hundred million one. Three hundred million one. Yeah. All right. Here it is. I'll give you an example. 
I passed on Uber twice. That aforementioned crush it, everybody at home, if you go to like Amazon and, and click the download thing, because I don't want you to spend money, just go look at the acknowledgements. It's my first book ever. I thank my entire family and one random dude, the founder of Uber, my homie Travis. He starts at Uber with my other buddy Garrett, and I don't invest in the company twice. Why not? Because I didn't think they were going to run it. They hired another guy, and, it, and this is true. Uber started as a side hustle. They had an idea, and they hired somebody to run it. Explode in San Francisco. Had I wrote a $25,000 check into that company like I did the other companies, it'd be worth $300 million. And I'm glad the market punched me in my mouth. I deserve it. I'm driven by it. I'm hungrier. You're only as good as your last at bat. So I don't, I, I never count my chickens. I don't think I'm fancy now that things are going well. Like I'm still hungry as, I'm like hungry forever. Hungry forever. That's crazy, huh? That's dope. It's crazy, that's like a that's our new tagline because we're we're hungry for more and we're also hungry because we're high so hungry forever hungry for forever 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 natural habitat recordings